Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like this episode, give us a like, share, follow. And this week, I have a special guest, our editor, Mr. Moon. So, Mr. Moon, what do you know of Azrael, also known as Jean Paul Valley? That's a weird name. That's a weird name. <laughs> I actually know very, very little of Azrael, except for he was a stand-in for Batman, because Bane. Yeah, which uh, if you guys don't know, go check out that episode. We kind of bring this character up, hence why we're doing it now. Okay, so let's get into real world. So Azrael is a alias used by multiple fictional characters appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. And see, that I actually did not know. I didn't know there were multiple characters that used the alias. I didn't know either. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. The original version... Jean-Paul Valley was created by Denny O'Neill, Joe Quesada, and Peter Milligan, and debuted in Batman, Sword of Ezreal, number one, August 1992. The second character to assume the alias was Michael Washington Lane in Azrael's uh, Death's Dark Knight, number one, of May 2009. Both iterations are Christian vigilantes and assassins created by the Order of the St. Dumas, and or its derivatives, such as the Order of Purity. Secretive religious organizations seeking to restore justice to Gotham City through religious extremism. Okay, so that's why I recognize the name from somewhere else besides the, like, the Bane Batman arc. Is I, he showed, this character, I don't know anything really about the character besides he shows up in one of the Arkham Knight games. Or I think it is like Arkham Knight he shows up in. It's this whole thing where he's like trying to replace Batman, but he's trying to prove himself worthy. And then through like a series of events, like working with the character, you find out, oh, he's been, he has an implant in his brain where he's going to kill Batman and become a zealot. Oh, well, there you go. Which, you know, being a religious hero is like, it's like, that makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, there you go. So uh, they are typically portrayed as anti-heroes and reluctant allies of the superhero Batman and the Batman family. Battling forms of manipulations employed by their respective orders, violent tendencies shaped by tragedies in their life, and proving themselves trusted allies to Batman. Yeah, because I, yeah, I remember you kind of, you break, you, you basically start reading, like do something where you're able to read his mind or whatever. And you start finding, like, yeah, they've been putting subliminal stuff. And when you tell him, he's like, well, that's not right. I'm going to go and deal with them about this. And then you never see the character again in the game. Oh, man, that's how you know he done goofed. Right? <laughs> After the events of Flashpoint, a new main incarnation of John Paul Valley would appear during Batman and Robin Eternal with a similar story to his previous counterpart. Although he is instead a clone of John Paul Valley Sr., molded by Batman villain Mother into the ways of the Order of St. Dumas. God, the Flashpoint. <laughs> Every time we do an episode, something DC, Flashpoint always comes up, and it just makes me wonder, how much has the Flashpoint really messed with everything? Yeah, like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> like, I don't get, like, I... Just continue on with the stories, man. Stop resetting the universe. <laughs> Damn it, Flash. This is your fault. Right? Jeez. Okay. So the character once again realizes the corruption, uh, the corruptive ways of the Order and defects from them thanks to the intervention of Red Hood, Red Robin, yum. and Dick Grayson. The character... Li you can't I, miss the yum, man. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> 
The character later became a member of the Batman family, most notably under the Gotham Knights team led by both Batman and Batwoman. He would also join Justice League Odyssey. So like it, like despite his um despite his creation, he definitely has a good heart. He clearly wants to be a good guy. Just kind of reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> like, fine, I, I guess. guess I'll be a good guy today. I'm already here, so. <laughs> so let's get into publication history. Take us away, Mr. Moon. All right. The character first appeared in the 1992 four-issue miniseries Batman Sword of Israel as John Paul Valley. He then became a supporting character in the monthly Batman titles, eventually taking over the role of Batman through the Nightfall, Night Quest, and Night's End story arcs. Okay, so they already kind of brought him in to prepare. They already set the character up before the events of Batman getting his back rub, which, that's cool. He wasn't just a random insert. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> a just a, hey, you seem to fit the shoe, go. Right? So one of the creators, Dan O'Neill, admitted to having difficulties with Azrael's transition from villain to hero. If I'd known he was, uh, he was to become a monthly character, I might have set him up differently. The problem is that I had to turn a bad guy into a real hero, not just an anti-hero or lead. It's possible to do that, but it's difficult to retain the original characterization. You almost have to change his personality. Mm. So I, I get that, though, because like they said, the original story arc for that guy was supposed to be just a complete bad guy anti-hero but an anti-hero can't be a shoo-in for an actual hero hero yeah so it makes sense that they kind of had to rewrite the character going for how you do that subtly like this guy used to be like this but now like 10 episodes later he's completely different is he even the same guy anymore that's kind of yeah no that that would have been a difficult thing to do it's very i very it's kind of similar to the like we'll have to do an episode on deathstroke one of these days but similar to what they were, they've been attempting to do, Deathstroke. They took a straight-up villain who's done some very questionable things, and they're like, "We're gonna make him an anti-hero." And us as the fans have just been like, "No, hold on, no, we're not gonna forget what he did to that underage person." <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, like none of us are like, we're like, there were four panels with that. We're not accepting this character. So, luckily, this character at least didn't have as harsh of a history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, even Venom was a character who they turned from a villain to an anti-hero. But he at least, it made sense on how to do it. He didn't even have to change his personality in that for this. Azrael is one that I can see the difficulty because you had to basically rewrite who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, man. The subsequent Azrael series, chronicling Valley's battles against the Order of St. Dumas, ran for a hundred issues between 1995 and 2003. Wow. O'Neill modeled the series on Arthurian legends, comparing Azrael's quest to discover the truth about himself to the Holy Grail. Huh. That seems a little too on the nose. I... I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, Camelot and stuff, so I'm like, man, I gotta read these comics. How have I not really gotten into this guy? Because we're broke. You're not wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> but 100 issues? That's, That's an impressive run. Yeah. We've had main staple characters that, are that like, are hard-pressed to get that many. 
Yeah, really. Like, dang. Okay, so eventually the character was killed off in the 100th issue of his series and would only make a handful of appearances in flashbacks and the Blackest Night storyline. At least they didn't do a flashpoint to bring him back. Right. Well, I mean, they probably did. I mean... He's probably kicking around the universe right now. Hey, DC's doing some things right now. Who knows? He might come back in a couple years. You never know at this point. I don't trust DC on that. Uh. Over a decade later, a new incarnation of the character would emerge from Batman and Robin Eternal number 10 in February 2016. What did I just say? (laughs) Yep. The character would become a reoccurring character in several arcs of the Detective Comics title as part of the Gotham Knights team led by both Batman and Batwoman. In November 2018, Valley would also appear as a member of an incarnation of the Justice League team known as the Justice League Odyssey, until its end in December 2020. Okay. I mean, for a character that I didn't even really know that much about, he's had a lot of time. Like, he's been on a lot of things. Like, I'm honestly, I'm more upset at myself for not really knowing much about this guy. Yeah. So, as part of the character's 30th anniversary, Valley is one of the character's futures in the Batman Urban Legends title in the late. 2021 and early 2022 like this character even up until now is getting time on these comics yeah like dang yeah impressive very but yeah so no that's very impressive though so let's get in universe about this all right so his history as a test tube baby from his conception john paul's genetic structure was altered by scientists with animal dna engineering him to be capable of feats beyond those of a typical human Who's running this thing? The High Evolutionary? Jesus. <laughs> like, this sounds like a Marvel character. <laughs> Hold on. Right? Like, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we? Is somebody in trouble? <laughs> Who copied whose homework here? Right? Marvel and DC, just back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he uh, grew up oblivious to his intended uh, larger purpose and became a student of programming at Gotham University. He learned of his family's legacy when his father, the previous Azrael, crawled bleeding to his apartment one oh, night geez. in costume, having been mortally wounded by Lee Ha, before requesting that his body be dumped somewhere where the family's secret wouldn't be uncovered. His father supplied him with money and the means to travel to Switzerland and meet with the Order of St. Dooms, who would supply him with his training. Well, that's a pretty abrupt way to find things out. Yeah, just go to your buddy like, hey, man, I need you to dump my body. Right. I'm dying. <laughs> don't you want to see a doctor? No. No, just dump, dump the dump body. Dump the body. Dump the like, body. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of blood, but this wound doesn't look untreatable. Sorry. Nope. I'm just yeah. going to just, nope. Just take me out. I failed. <laughs> Jeez. The ultimate failure. Just have your buddy dump, dump your own body. God, right? <laughs> It was later revealed that his father had actually been attempting to supply John Paul with the means to escape the Order's influence, but his intentions were misread. That seems like a big misread. Yeah, it's almost as bad as, you know, taking your body to your friends to have them dump you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that like, oh, wow, you really messed up there. I mean, come on, couldn't you have been a little more on the nose there, Dad? Or maybe wrote in a, like... Maybe you've kept a letter on you in an envelope and just been like, read this. 
Yeah, really. Come on. When you die and just like list of instructions, like do not, I repeat, do not <laughs> join the order that I died for. They are corrupt. And I'm trying to tell you, do not take the money and get out. Oh, sorry. Lost in translation. <laughs> right. So in the Swiss Alps, a man named Nomos, Nomos? taught the uh, valley of the responsibilities of Azrael. And revealed that despite believing himself to be rather mild-mannered, he was in reality already a more than capable fighter requiring no additional training, apart from a few months of intense exercise in order to build up his body. Having been already unknowingly suitable, uh, uh, having been already unknowingly suitably conditioned. Mm, working I on mean, the background. genetic DNA altering will do that. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably have questions if I was a little hairier than normal. Right. Animal DNA, but I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> he just keeps growing back. <laughs> What's happening? His conditioning is a result of a process referred to as the system. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> That's sound so on the nose. Doesn't sound sketchy at all. <laughs> the full implications on the human psyche of which has never been fully explained. In his first time donning his costume, Azrael meets Batman accompanied by his butler, Alfred, who had tra uh, traveled to Switzerland investigating the mystery behind Azrael's father's death, the nature of which has inadvertently invest instigated a riot. Huh. Well, I mean, we, we talk about from villain to anti-hero to hero. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that his death would have an impact. Yeah. Also, like, I just like, it's one of those, you got to wonder what his father... Like, as if he took all the stuff off him so people wouldn't know it was Azrael. And that, like, you got to wonder, like, like how did his father's body cause a riot unless he was, like, somebody of notoriety in the city? Because I'm just like, I feel like in Gotham, finding a dead body in a dumpster isn't really the biggest shock. Maybe he missed his uh, Heroes Anonymous meeting. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, although at first they were at odds with each other, Azrael was eventually forced to rescue Bruce from uh, uh, Leha and ended up rejecting the order's violent and uncaring methods in favor of the more humanitarian efforts Batman encourages. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, sometimes Batman is a little strict on that. I'm like, come on, just take out the Joker. He's just taking a nap. <laughs> He's just sleeping. Just sleeping. <laughs> I fight them for a while and they get tuckered out. <laughs> Already aware of Wayne's secret identity, he traveled back to Gotham and began working with the Batman family. Okay, so definitely getting us started on this uh, on the journey. Let's get into it. And the, ah, and here we are, the Nightfall story arc. So Bruce quickly sent Robin to train Azrael as a new vigilante and to control the system. Valley was given a job as a security manager at Wayne Enterprises, where he also debuted as part of the selected group of vigilantes. Jean-Paul continued fighting crime, but it was obvious that the violent nature from the system wasn't going away. I mean, when that is just like indoctrinated into your brain, that's kind of a hard thing to stop doing. Yeah, to completely rewrite, I mean, so many things about your psyche and yeah, like, yeah. that's a hard one to get rid of. John Paul did some work for Batman, and after that, he saved Lucius Fox from a certain death. 
One night, Bruce was out of action, and John Paul took the mantle of the bat for the first time against Killer Croc, <laughs> and he failed miserably. After the defeat, Paul. After the defeat, John Paul's appearance and attitude changed to become more aggressive, and he trained harder to increase his strength. More aggressive, more. We already know that he's pretty up there. Also, Killer Croc. That's a rough one to send a new new guy after. Yeah, I mean, he the problem is he went too hoity-toity. Yeah. He, his britches were too big. Yep. I'm like, mm, Killer Croc's not not exactly a slouch villain to hand-to-hand combat. I think maybe I would have sent him after somebody like, I don't know, like the Rat Catcher or somebody like that. Give him an easy first villain. Hey, at least he was able to, you know, Get back to base. True, true. Because Killer Croc has definitely ate some people. But I guess I've wondered the question is Killer Croc, did, did Killer Croc give him a break because it was Batman? That is true. Killer Croc and Batman do have a better relationship than some people realize. Yeah. That might have been, Killer Croc might have known if he killed one of Batman's apprentices, that would have led to way worse things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in order to redeem his mistakes with Killer Croc and test the result of his training, Jean-Paul went out to the streets of Gotham to patrol all alone. He encounters a couple of common thieves and beats them to a pulp. Oh, yeah, nothing like going against a hardened criminal like like Killer Croc and getting your ass whooped and and then then find the nearest common petty thief and then beat them to a pulp. Ah, I bet you win. felt good about that. Right. He needs a win. And <laughs> that it's like when you're it's like when you're on a sports team and your coach is like, we need a win, so we're going up against this like junior team. <laughs> we're going against the Peewees. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, but I guess he you know, beating him to a pulp, let's just say that's not exactly out of Batman's little house. Hey, I like my orange juice with pulp, thank you very much. Yeah. After Bane broke Bruce Wayne's spine, John Paul joined Alfred and Robin and rescued Batmans from the street. Later, he helped Robin retrieve a special medicine for Bruce's recovery. There it is. That's how he got it. Mm-hmm. Came back. Okay, so with Bane rising to power, Gotham was in need of Batman, and Bruce asked John Paul to fill in for him. A role that John Paul accepted in a much more sinister way than expected. We will see. In his first exploits using the mantle of the bat, John Paul worked with Robin unleashing his wrath on common criminals before learning about Scarecrow's latest activities. Ooh. Man, that's got to be one of those like Robin's just on the phone like, Hey, uh, hey Bats, um, I don't know about the new guy. <laughs> I mean, like, I've seen you break criminals' fingers, but, like, this guy's, like, taking it to another level. Yeah, like, there's a femur over on the top of the roof somewhere else. Right? Like, it's like, well, what were they doing? It's like, they were just peddling weed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he's got to calm down. This is getting out of hand. (laughs) John Paul located Scarecrow, but as he was about to capture him, he had to confront anarchy. Scarecrow used fear on anarchy in John Paul, but became... But because of the system, John Paul was not entirely affected, and he finally stopped Scarecrow. As he left with the madman to deliver him to the authorities, John Paul threatened anarchy to stay out of his way. Okay, yeah. Honestly, I'm, I was expecting a much more brutal apprehension of Scarecrow. But also kind of cool to know the system makes you almost immune to f- uh, fear toxin. 
Yeah. I'd say there's only like a handful of characters in the series that are immune to the fear toxin. And that, so that's kind of cool to know he's one of them. Yeah, I, I, I want to know more about the, the system. Yeah, right? That's an interesting thing. Well, we might... We could talk about that one episode. I was going to say, we could do an episode on that group. Yeah. And then how they operate. Heck yeah. It's confident after his initial victory, Jean Paul became a more brutal Batman and forced a confession out of a notorious gangster, Tony Brezzi, who provided some information on Bane. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, I know Batman's tactics. Like, how more brutal are you getting? Uh, maybe they're going to take a longer nap. (laughs) He's alive, isn't he? (laughs) What's your definition of living? It's like medically he's stable. Yeah. See, see that heartbeat. We're good. (laughs) John Paul used Bressy to lure Bane, but he was instead confronted by Bane's henchman. Using his new metallic gloves, John Paul brutally defeated the trio and couldn't get further information as the police arrived at the scene and he was forced to flee. After learning the facility where Bane's henchmen were locked, he released them and used them to get to Bane. (laughs) So he, he beats them up. Cops take them. He breaks them out of jail just to find Bane. Like, that seems pretty anti-hero still to me. It really is. Like, and I'm just saying, Batman's done some choice things, but he's never really got done that. Yeah. He's never, he's never broken a, uh, a crony out of jail to, get, to follow them back. I wonder how he did it, though. So, that's a good question. So the confrontation between the two was short as Bane got the upper hand in the fight. However, Jean-Paul managed to break free and both of them decided to retreat for the next confrontation. Mm. Yeah, and we kind of covered this a little bit in the Bane episode. So let's get let's finish it. John Paul was determined to take down Bane and with the system actively working on him, he designed and built his own battle armor which he used in replacement of the bat suit. With his new gear, John Paul confronted Bane, and after a long fight, he managed to defeat him, sparing his life and earning the city's respect and rightful claim to the Batman title. Which, honestly, the suit is a pretty awesome-looking suit. Oh, I gotta see it. I was gonna say, you can have to look that up, and that it's got, like, claw hands, and, like, it's all mechy. Like, it's pretty cool. So, uh, fun, a little bit of a fun fact that Joker left for us. After his death, John Paul is resurrected as a member of the Black Lantern Corps with a power ring. He would attempt to murder the Scarecrow, but Scarecrow isn't capable of feeling the fear the Black Lanterns feed on, uh, and it would make him practically invincible to Azrael. Invisible. Huh? Or invisible. Oh, invi- it makes him invisible. I, I guess. Huh. Which, I mean, yeah, with the Black Lantern Corps, how it works and that, like... Yeah, they feed on the fear and that. I mean, if you have zero fear coming off of you, they probably, it's like they're just looking at nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess if they use fear to see. That's interesting. Hmm, that is. Okay, so that's Azrael's story. Um, yeah, uh, let's get into powers and abilities. Ah, it seems to be kind of a long one. So. Yes, yeah, I'm looking at that. Damn. Here, here we go. Okay, so... Uh, Genetically enhanced, accelerated healing, enhanced senses, durability, stamina, strength, speed, and reflexes. Okay. Acrobatics, uh, computer operation, Jean-Paul Valley studied computer programming at Gotham University. And computer hacking. This guy sounds like up your alley. 
he sounds like a glorified nerd. <laughs> I, 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 I would like to repeat the last statement. <laughs> uh, so hand-to-hand combat... Uh, advance uh, mental programming from the system has led Azrael to become a vastly above average hand-to-hand fighter. Well, not on the same skill level as Batman, because nobody is. I love how they always have to slide that in there. They're, they're like, no, no, he's the best. But he's not Batman. But he's the best. But he's the best. So obviously he's not the best. Yeah. So he has proven himself more than capable of handling most physical threats. This was mainly due to the fact that his full combat potential was limited by his easily exploited mental illness. As they always are. Batman has asserted in the past that if not for the fact, Azrael could become a better fighter than him. So if he could just get past that mental blockade. That's a scary thought. Right? So genius level intellect. He has often been described as an unconscious... Conscious Unconscious genius. genius. Although he is not a, he's not as smart or resourceful as Bruce Wayne. So damn smart, just not as good as, not as good as Bruce. Which I kind of feel like that kind of makes sense and almost like similar to the Bane thing. Like Bane is insanely intelligent, but Batman, because a lot of people are like, why do you give Batman so much credit for being able to take on anybody? I'm like, because Batman can lose, but Batman's good at surviving he's good at improving in the moment he may not win but he'll get out so he can come back and then whoop your butt yep so he also you know has intimidation investigation was this a D character joker roll initiative <laughs> so mechanical aptitude or wait wait multilinguist Thanks to the system, he's able to understand foreign languages. Well, how many foreign languages? I'm assuming all. That's a lot. (laughs) Right? Uh, Mechanical aptitude. Thanks to the system, John Ball can design and create objects from scratch, uh, such as the bat suit. Uh, And there we go again with the system. Right? The the system seems to have had too much to deal with this guy, and I really, really want to know more about it. I was going to say, we can do a future episode on the system and that, like, the group that designed it. Heck yeah, I'd be down. Uh, Also, he has swordsmanship, swimming. John Ball proved to be an excellent swimmer, crossing a turbulent river. Uh, Artistry. Bruce Wayne knows that the talent of artists from John Paul. Uh, Medicine. He learned a lot while working for Dr. Leslie Thumpkins. Tompkins. Tompkins? Yeah. No. Thumpkin. I like Thumpkin. Thump- I like the word Thumpkin. Hello, Mr. Thumpkin. Hello, Mr. Dr. Thumpkin. Patient in aisle seven. Uh, so, equipment. Uh, Kevlar body armor. Asriel's suit was built, uh, was bullet and fire resistant. I mean, it makes sense. It seems like a, a very needed staple to have your armor at least be bulletproof. Right. Especially like if you're not bulletproof. Especially in Gotham. Yeah. Like I just, I, I imagine it would be a major flaw. So weapons, battle gauntlets, projectile blades, the blades uh, telescope to the sleeves of the gauntlet and remain attached to prevent loss. Uh, flaming sword. <laughs> At least this suits fire resistance. Right? I'm like, wow, we're getting biblical up in here. A fire module on the base of the uh, gauntlets feeds fuel to the blades to ignite. That explains some of the tubes on his suit suit design. 
Uh, he also has a flamethrower. Straight up Boba Fett up in here. Uh, he, the Angel's Wrath. I'm talking about biblical. I was going <laughs> to say. Wow. A pair of gauntlets were designed by Harold Allnut and allows Azrael to shoot compact blasts of fire from his hands. Yeah. My God. Like, this guy's just got a lot of flame power. <laughs> flame on. All right. In other media, on TV, Azrael made a live-action debut in the second season of Gotham portray- uh, portrayed by James Frain. He is name-dropped by Lucius Fox Journal in an episode of Batwoman, and his costume can be seen on display in Dr. Trapp's museum in an episode of Harley Quinn. Oh, what? I got... Oh my God! There's that episode. There's so many Easter eggs in that episode for that museum that I'm like, I'm not shocked I didn't see it. Well, if, yeah, I would be disappointed if they didn't put Easter eggs right. in the museum. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Video games. Both the John Paul Valley and Michael Lane version of Azrael appeared in Scribblenauts Unmasked, a DC Comics adventure. He made his first appearance in Batman: Arkham City. The PlayStation 3 edition of Batman Arkham Origins features the Nightfall DLC pack, which includes an alternate Batman costume based on John Paul Valley's Batsuit, as well as challenges, uh, as well as a challenge map based on Batman Nightfall. Oh, that's cool. Azrael returned in Batman Arkham Knight and is briefly playable in a side mission. Mm, yep, I remember that whole story. I, I was like, I knew he showed up in a game I played. There it is. Yeah, just a tease. Oh, and here we go. Lego game. (laughs) Add it to the list. John Paul's version of Asriel is playable character in Nintendo DS version of Lego Batman, the video game. And John Paul's version of Batman appears as a playable character in Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham via a 75th anniversary DLC pack. So, I mean, he's had a decent amount. Yeah. And that, it's just sad, like, so far, besides the show Gotham, which I don't like to count, he doesn't really have a live-action appearance. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's happening. DC seems to be doing a lot of stuff on the back end, redoing their movies again, and actually making good movies, dare I say? I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm hoping so. Peacemaker and uh, Suicide Squad were pretty solid. I know. They might take up, well, they might take up uh, Marvel's mantle here, but I don't think that's a hard one to pick up considering what's happening with marvel yeah Uh, (laughs) so i guess the question that we ask every week is are you a fan mr moon i have to say like having known nothing about this guy and going to where we are now i he's pretty sweet right he's pretty sweet like i knew very i the most i really knew about him was the arkham game and the bane story arc beyond that didn't know anything past it and I agree with you. Not knowing really much about him and finding out what we have, I'm a fan. For anyone that's still listening, you got something out of this? Enjoyed the episode? Or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon? Hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. You want to jump on this train? Why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.